0: Welcome to an emergency special edition of the Earning Hope podcast news cycle. This is David, and this is going to startle and alarm many people. I don't usually do videos back-to-back like this. I usually take more time to study what's going on. But I was getting into what's happening with the elections. There's a lot of people out rioting and protesting right now, and there has been... Proposals uh, from people that this was potentially a coup d'etat now what you 're about to hear is an explanation of what happens when there's a contingent election there's this is a contingency plan of the internal sub state inside the government in case anybody ever became president that could break their hold on the internal apparatus of government that gets us into constant wars and gets us into Coup d'etats overseas, and as Elon Musk said, we will coup who we want. This is not a joke, this is an emergency, and I need you to listen now.
1: Um, I'm gonna look. I actually don't know what happens if it's a tie, and I'm gonna look now. Does Nancy Pelosi default or something? In the United States, a contingent election is the is the procedure used to elect the president or vice president in the event that no candidate for one or both of these offices wins an absolute majority of votes in the Electoral College? A contingent election for the president is decided by a vote of the United States House of Representatives, Congress decides. While a contingent election for the president, for the vice president, is decided by a vote of the United States Senate. Oh, my God, that's interesting, because that would mean the Democrats in the House would pick Biden to be president. And then the Republicans in the Senate would pick a Republican to be vice president. And then what, the Supreme Court picks? Does it default? Does it go further? During a contingent election, each House state delegation casts one vote uh, to determine the president rather than a vote from each representative. Senators instead cast votes individually for vice president. The contingent election process was first established in Article 2, Section 1, Clause 3 of the U.S. Constitution. It was subsequently modified by the 12th Amendment in 1804, the phrase contingent election is not found in the text of the Constitution itself, but has been used to describe the procedure since at least 1823. Wait, so I, I just i read over that real quick and you kind of glossed over it. it. says that the Which president part? and vice president are indirectly elected. So that means they pick them. They each are picked separately. Right, that's what I said. It's I, really no, no. I know it's system. going so fast. This Sorry. is a very bad yeah. system. I said, I said you have the Congress picks the president, and then it's the Senate that picks the vice president. The Senate is Republican right now, uh, and Congress is Democratic right now. So you have a Democrat at the top of the ticket and a Republican at the bottom of the ticket. I think you'll have a winner. I think it's just going to be somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win these things. I think
0: So, how do I know that this is what they're planning? As I mentioned, I'm from Colorado, where the Bureau of Land Management now resides. This has been a long-going investigation for me as a journalist into land management rights for minerals and things like that. They have been passing legislation to try and use the Civil Rights Act to take Native American lands. These are things that are being done under this presidency in the background, and many of them are being done and. Blindsiding this administration. People that are inside of this administration, some of them are trying to stop this from happening. This is them storming the White House and taking over the government. This is what has been going on. This is why there is a Spygate scandal. This has been building steam since we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan illegally. This is absolutely the culmination of an over 20 year long plan facilitated by a group called the Project for a New American Century and I'm not the first person to say this, a four-star general said that there was a policy coup that happened within the government back after 2001 that got us into Afghanistan and into Iraq. Afghanistan was invaded after 9-11, but the plans to invade Afghanistan were made up a year before 9-11 happened by Condoleezza Rice, a member of the Aspen Institute and an expert on Russian stuff for the United States government, according to the Aspen Institute, although most people would argue she's not much of an expert in those, on, on those things. Now, what happened was five days before 9-11, the orders to invade Afghanistan were sitting on the president's desk, unsigned. Then 9-11 happened, and we had every reason that we needed to invade Afghanistan, And according to the Project for a New American Century, we were going to be asserting a plan to use chemical warfare as a politically convenient tool and also to assert American primacy into the new American century, the next 100 years of our government. And to do this, we would need some kind of new Pearl Harbor incident. This isn't a 9-11 conspiracy theory. I'm only telling you the lining up of events and documents that were published in 1997 going forward underneath Clinton bill clinton's presidency up until 2001 when that happened we tried to prove that saddam had mass weapons of mass destruction back then and it turns out that he did not in fact have those anymore even though we sold them to him back in the day through third parties now this is absolutely not a joke the Company right now that has the contracts to drill in the Golan Heights and in Mongolia and is headed or on their economic advising board with Dick Cheney on the board, uh, a member of the Rothschild family, former member of the CIA, and a number of American politicians. Is they have no competitive bids contracts, just like Halliburton got when we invaded Af- Iraq and Afghanistan. And then we invaded F. When we invaded Iraq on false pretenses for weapons of mass destruction, Halliburton made trillions of dollars. It was an extremely affordable coup d'etat that made those industries trillions of dollars. That's why we have 22 trillion missing dollars from the Pentagon. And as Donald Rumsfeld put it, he intended to liberate the coffers of the Pentagon. This is a coup d'etat. a coup d'etat. This is the definition of a coup d'etat taken out on our government by people who work within our government. This Congress and this Senate, some of the people that are in it, have been working towards this goal. According to Li Fang from The Guardian, as soon as the 2016 election was over with, Democratic lobbyists switched over to lobbying for Trump's agenda. Now, why would they do that? Well, they haven't exactly been voting against Donald Trump's legislation, and it wasn't necessarily Donald Trump's legislation. He is surrounded by people who have come from this era. He has people in his office that he thought would probably maintain the rule of law and probably uphold the Constitution, but the fact of the matter is that some of these people have a dual loyalty to an international apparatus as part of the I-5's countries, in which they want to liberate our mineral resources and redistribute them across the planet. Under Obama, he admitted that he had enriched the oil companies more than any president before him. And now, we are basically being treated like Venezuela and Bolivia. All of our mineral resources are on the docket to be extracted, and that means all your national parks are going to be have the mountains tops taken off of them. Now that sounds like jobs, if you're a Republican, right? It's not about that. It's about destroying the Purple Mountain's majesty. It is about destroying the fabric of the Constitution so that no country could ever have the kind of freedom that this place has experienced for the last 250 years. We are absolutely a threat as an experiment to ruling imperial class royal families, people like British Petroleum Oil, who are also involved in those big companies that are ad, uh, that are subservient to things like OPEC. Donald Trump has been negotiating better deals with all this stuff, as the a, as a president. He's been demanding that we make a better deal. The reason why they want him out is because they're not interested in making better deals for American people. They're not. That's why the Democratic Party isn't arguing against fracking, and Joe Biden is so uh, adamant that he's not gonna stop fracking. This is by force or by choice, the new world order that they once talked about, but now they're calling it the new normal. Underneath this pandemic, which is something that has been a dark winter is a code. It's it's a word. It was a military operation that was an exercise operation, dark winter. It is a coup d'etat. It is absolutely a freaking coup d'etat being taken out against our government by the internal surveillance state. We're going to end up with something that approximates fascism, because communism is what they want. With a a Democrat as the president, we would end up with a, most likely, fairly communi- communist agenda. And the vice presidency, was ever since Dick Cheney and David Addington stormed the White House, has been used with a congressional loophole to facilitate things like no competitive bids contracts, for Halliburton oil. Now, this isn't new information. This is what's been out in, in the news that they don't report on your normal night, nightly news. And in addition to that, Joe Biden, his deal with the Ukrainians that he had was an, an energy deal. His son was sitting on that board of an energy company. He didn't do anything that wasn't being done by Dick Cheney previously to him. He didn't do anything that wasn't being done by Dick Cheney. He just did that underneath Obama's presidency. They used it in the same way that the Republicans used it. They got in there, and the the irony is that the guy that was in charge, Obama, bombed the holy hell out of the Middle East and made a shit show of our special forces and our surveillance state while Hillary Clinton ran the State Department and rigged it to fail. They have committed... Once upon a time, Hillary Clinton stood up in college and declared that we need a revolution. That's a thing that's on the the record that she's been quoted as saying. And then she gets into politics, and the thing she interns on is the Watergate scandal. That's how far back she goes. So she has been groomed by these people who do this foreign policy stuff. She is absolutely the person, one of the top picks that they would choose to put in as president in this coup d'etat type situation with a contingency plan of them nominating whoever they want. Now, how does that play into Colorado? Well, out in Colorado, during the elections, we don't just have mineral resources and all these different things. We have a lot of military out there. And when the Colorado election happened in 2016, I went to the Democratic Caucus. It's the first time i joined the one party or the other to participate. And I did that because I wanted Bernie Sanders to win. He had voted on legislation that had personally helped me get body armor when I was in Iraq. And I thought that as president, he couldn't do much damage, but he could definitely help do some things to help people with healthcare, fix those situations. I didn't like the socialism part of it necessarily, but I didn't think that he could do too much damage in a four to eight year period. Most presidents can't. That's the whole reason we have this obstructive system that's difficult to get things passed unless everybody wants it. But according to Princeton University, if the top 30% of people in the economy in America want something to happen, all they have to do is all they have, they just sign off on it and then they can make that happen. That's called an oligarchy. So, as I sit here with a Democratic governor in charge of my state who was elected back then after another Democratic governor was the governor of the state and previously the mayor and who now has a Senate seat. He's a Democrat with a Senate seat, but he's a Democrat who supports oil companies. He's used to work for oil companies back in the 80s, okay? So this is not a joke. This is stuff that I've researched extensively. You need to look into this right now. This is a coup. Um, these people, they rigged the elections in Colorado, using, uh, along with uh, Americans for Prosperity and Democratic partners, in the same way that they rigged elections various ways across the, the, the country in that election, In the Democratic caucus, they forced, tried to force the vote to go to Hillary Clinton, but she still lost by 10 points in the state of Colorado. I think Bernie Sanders won by like 64% vote margin uh, as the nominee, but she got the overall nomination because she had basically the DNC rigged for her in 2016. And then she lost to Donald Trump, and they got him elected using the Pied Piper strategy. Because Donald Trump, though... Even though people in Colorado overwhelmingly wanted Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, they did not get the vote that they wanted. What they got instead was the suspension of the 12th Amendment to the Constitution, and Ted Cruz was placed as the nominee. That's the one place Ted Cruz won in the United States, was in Colorado. And Donald Trump, the current sitting president, said out loud that Colorado's election was rigged. It was a very corrupt system. It wasn't just rigged it was set up to fail they tried to test this out on my state and now they're about to do it to the entire country I'm telling you this because I I was there I watched it happen I studied it I reported on it and it would explain pretty exactly why it is I've been targeted by the surveillance state as a journalist because it's absolutely part of their contingency plan to get back hold of the surveillance state and get hold of the government in case somebody like this come, came along This isn't a joke anymore. These people have stolen our government. They have hijacked our surveillance state using tech companies. They are trying to silence anybody who tells you anything about any of these things. And it's now time for people to stop fighting each other in the streets. Please, I'm imploring you, American citizens, please listen to this veteran. I'm begging you because you don't want to see what happens when someone tries to steal the government from United States citizens, most especially not the veteran community. And I would hope that the military wouldn't stand for any of this kind of bullshit. I would certainly hope that the people inside the military would refuse illegal orders to remove a president that was had an election stolen from him by corrupt corporations from inside of the Senate and Congress because of lobbyists. This is a coup. It's a financial coup, in, in, in fact. And so this is the danger of, of getting too much money in politics, is that people can be bought off. They bought off our government, and they are stealing our mineral resources and our land rights from us right now, as we speak. That's been going on. Regardless of what was going on, they just cleverly word it, and they don't explain this to a, a president who has no political experience. Donald Trump did not have any political experience at all. This isn't a thing, he's not very well versed in the CFR. He's not sitting in there studying policies all day long. He studies business and how that pertains to regular American citizens. He is absolutely one of the regular Americans, which is why so many people who voted for Obama and Bernie Sanders voted for Trump. That was the right decision you made there And I wasn't endorsing this person before, but now, win, lose, or draw, I am absolutely certain that that was the right decision for people to make in this particular election. Because these people are corrupt, they will up to including murder people in order to keep this kind of secret, because it's worth trillions of dollars to them, to a very small group of people, millions of Americans, hundreds of millions of Americans are irrelevant to this small group of people who are on the inside track of these things at the United Nations level. They do not care about American citizens. They want us to have less freedom. They absolutely want to squash free speech. That means that you too, okay? Pronoun folks, that's also you. You think you're winning right now, but you're not. You're being used like the revolutionaries in Spain that George Orwell once went to go fight with. And after he did that and got shot in the throat doing it, and sat there and watched the whole thing unfold, he said, in conclusion, that communism and socialism were just varying forms of capitalism, and even the weakest democracy, when using economic and finance as a weapon against it, when it's tyrannical, can turn to fascism by the back door. It can be snuck in under the radar using political loopholes, political favors, lobbying groups super PACs this has been something they've been working towards for 20 years they're slipping it on slow it's like a a frog jumps right off the fucking stove when you just throw it in the hot water but if you turn up the heat slow on the frog it'll sit there and boil to death that is what they're doing to the constitution and to the United States government this isn't a joke I wish it was but that's my prediction for the election is that they're going to steal it, and they're going to try and put somebody in who's going to enrich oil companies and sell off our mineral rights and basically make it to where American citizens are treated like a second world nation. Not that we already aren't experiencing those conditions at the lower level of society with lacks of health care, now lack of housing, all these things. They, in order to bring around a new deal, they want to collapse the government. But any new deal that we get would be shit compared to what the freedom was that we had just 20 years ago before they started doing all this. Now, I mentioned Chris Hedges quite a bit, and that's who I came out here to talk to at Princeton. That's because he protested against the Iraq War when that was an extremely unpopular thing to do. He spent 20 years underneath the bath Party in Iraq and in the Middle East and various various places as an investigative journalist. This guy lived through some serious shit, okay? So he is every bit as much uh, a person that you could trust whose word as bond on what's going on. And he is the first person to tell you that Joe Biden is a direct result of this system. And Donald Trump is the response. Donald Trump is what we got as a response to this. The facts of the matter are that Donald Trump has deported less latino members of our society than the previous president did when he says who built the cages joe that's something you really actually need to pay attention to okay the torture programs those were not created by trump though there are people who are probably still doing that the president doesn't always know and isn't always apprised of these things they don't do that they they do whatever the fuck they want that's how powerful these people have become that they are so brazen they will investigate a president they it, investigated this president and they investigated the last president they used private contractors to monitor and surveil the last president trying to find our weak spots this is what happens when financial interests get too powerful and take control of a government we have done this to countries across the planet for decades It's our turn, unless American citizens wake up right now, stop fighting each other, and turn to your Congress and your senators and demand that they actually respect the election, count the votes accurately, make sure that there wasn't any fuckery with the ballot submissions that just started cropping up out of nowhere after the election polls shut down, and assign the president that is supposed to be in there for the next four years and we need to oust all these people. This is treason. This is mutiny, mutiny. The entire Congress and Senate practically, people that are invested in oil companies that have no competitive bids contract in places like the Golan Heights in Syria, want to topple Assad. The Democrats, they want the Iran nuclear deal back. These are all oil company deals. This has nothing to do with freedom or democracy. This was a seven-country plan that they laid out. They wanted to topple seven countries in seven years. The most ambitious thing that the CIA has ever concocted. And according to a four-star general, it was a policy coup that happened after 9-11. That's not a joke. You can look that quote up. Cowboys leading us into imperial folly. Pat Tillman. This is the culmination of something that they did slowly, very slowly, like a snake slithering in the grass. We need to stop it from happening. Democrats and Republicans, you need to unite and stop the theft of your government right now. They are trying to, whoever the Congress and the Senate decides they want to be president as a Democratic president and a vice presidential candidate, fuck that. You don't want them. I guarantee you don't want them. They're not going to be put in there to serve you. They're going to be put in there to serve the United Nations and serve royal elites in other countries, people with billions and trillions of dollars to pay them off. They betrayed our government. We need to get them out. That's, That's not a joke. So this is the news cycle signing off, and hopefully this gets some traction immediately. Have a good night.